Welcome everyone to Crypto Chat with Chapo. This is a podcast dedicated to all things crypto and NFTs. If you're looking for some insightful conversations with experts in the new developments in the crypto world and some general information on cryptocurrency, this is the podcast for you. I discuss all things crypto related through the lens of NFTs, crypto, and its leaders in the space. If you're interested in learning, we have you covered. It's unbiased information, a little more laid back than the typical crypto podcast. Join me and come chat with us anytime for insightful, irreverent, and all-around fun about the latest and greatest in crypto. Thanks for joining us today. In today's pod, we discuss an exciting new protocol coming to Arbitrum. Hey, what's good, everybody? Today is Monday, March 27th, 2023. This is episode number 235. With Crypto Chat with Chapo, thank you so much for joining me on this beautiful day. Checking in on the crypto prices as they continue to just suck canal water. For the most part here, Bitcoin is just stagnant at 27.796. Not really making much of a decision whether it wants to go up, whether it wants to go down, whether it wants to rug us, whether it wants to take us to the moon. I have no idea what is going to happen, but I guess time will tell for sure. Ethereum is still looking okay at 1757 overall in the prices considering, I mean, in June and even right after the FTX debacle, Ethereum was down. It touched to, uh, seven, $700 approximately. So nonetheless, you know, up, down, in between, crabbing. Time is going to shake out this market. And I think that the history has been such that we are stuck on this halving cycle. Now, whether that halving cycle is actually causing, you know, our bull runs or not, you know, that is always open for discussion. But that's typically how people keep an eye on the crypto markets. And and they do seem to run in, you know, close to that four, four year cycle when we are looking at, at the bull and bear markets. Now that, that doesn't mean that it's always going to be that way. It certainly is a possibility that it's that way. Yeah, delete this chart here. I got some moon chart on my Bitcoin chart. That's kind of funny. Um, you know, but it has seen that that is the trend. You know, if we if we look back just to, you know, 2017. So we have the 2017 run up, and then it and then it falls down, and we have our having again approximately ish three years later, approximately, we're gonna say approximately because you know, that peak peak moment for Bitcoin in 2017 was in December. And then we just kind of taper on off and we go lower and lower and lower and lower until it looks like we market bottom from the top almost exactly a year, a little bit shy of a year. 
but then it's not this huge run up to the top. It's this long and arduous journey to a new high where we have some peaks in the summer of 19, which is, you know, we're, we're approaching that in terms of our Bitcoin cycle. If, if that's the theory that we're going to use, then it, it continues mostly to kind of crab. It does a little bit of up and down. There's a little dip. It starts, it starts to rise as we approach the halving, the halving for Bitcoin. But then of course, COVID comes in and just rugs everything. And so then there's a little bit retracement. So potentially you look at a couple things here, which makes this a little bit tricky. This is at least how my brain is looking at it is the COVID rug, if you will, set Bitcoin prices back a little bit. How long? Who knows? But we were chugging along and starting to build up into that bull market. Then we had a big drop down to, you know, about 3K-ish. And then we started after we started the recovery and we started, we started the recovery pretty quick, you know, by May, you know, we were up to 10,000 from around three-ish. And then it kind of crabs, crabs, crabs. And then we have a little bump and we're up to 11 and it crabs, crabs, crabs. And then in about October of 2020, that's when everything begins to run then we get to this May, April and May, this is when it begins to rug on us again. But I think, and I mentioned this before, at least potentially one thing that, that caused this was China cracking down on miners and a lot of the mining operations had to be moved elsewhere. So the hash rate falls and everything goes to crap for a while, but then we resume this upward trend. And then we hit another all-time high. So the question is, where are we measuring the all-time high from? Clearly the all-time high. But what I mean is like, if you would, if you would just take out the section where the Bitcoin miners were disabled and the market kind of went to crap and, and shifted over a little bit, you know, where exactly is the peak of the market? Is it, is it actually November? when it comes to the halving or is it later? So if we go from the actual peak in November, you know, we are well past a year of that peak. And if we go back to 18, you know, past a year in that peak, we are already starting our climb up. So my thought here is we are probably in that phase where we're going to continue to go up with some downward trends. How long? That all depends on the macro, I guess. So enough, enough of rambling about that. At the other crypto prices, the only one that really seems to be doing super well is XRP, oddly enough, which I sold buying and not interested in holding again. Everything else, pretty stagnant, mostly down. It, it doesn't look great unless you're buying not financial advice. So, you know, you're actually are getting into some pretty good prices. Uh, surprisingly, Trader Joe on Avalanche is up 37%, up to 46 cents. I don't know why that is, but it, it, it has been pretty low. Um, anyway, so let's go ahead and hop into what I wanted to talk about today. A, a project I came across, this is not financial advice, 
just wanted to throw it at you so you guys could take a look at it. It is, of course, an Arbitrum project. The token today was starting to bounce a little bit. And that's initially what got me interested in the token. I didn't buy it. I'm, I'm not sure I'm going to. I'm actually just watching it. The token is called Lix, L-I-X. And it's, it's down quite a bit from its launch, which looks like, well, not to a ton. The, it launched in early March, March 2nd. It ran up to three cents and then it dumped all the way down to 0 0.005. And then it ran back up. And just a few days ago, it was on the, on a week ago, it was up to about seven cents, dropped down again, ran right back up to about seven and a half cents bottom just yesterday at a penny and it started to bounce. So what is Lix? It is connected to a project called Zetas 2099. And this is a game five project. It's a fighting game set in a dark dystopian future where gangs battle for control of the world's only life-sustaining substance called licks. Then you can go to their website and take a look at the website, which I have pulled up here. And of course you can't see it because this is just purely an audio. Here we go. So Zetas 2099. Zetas is a fighting game set in the dark dystopian future where gangs battle for control. Decades of catastrophic events have caused the depletion of Earth's natural resources, leading to the collapse of society as we know it. In this new world, Elixir, that's L-I-X, a highly addictive and sought-after substance, is the only thing that can sustain human life. Factions have formed around Elixir distribution, and they are constantly at war to control the protection of their sources sources of the precious drug. So then you could have minted some NFTs. They're called senoritas, and I'm sure they're AI-generated uh, females. The NFTs look cool enough, I guess, but they're definitely AI-generated. Apparently, you're going to be able to stake them. So the Lix token you can buy on one inch unless you live in the U.S., which you can't. If you have a VPN, you can do it that way. Then they have some NFTs that you can buy, like a cube and the senoritas and the girl that are in the game. You can buy them on OpenSea. I think the senoritas were going for about 0 0.08. The cubes were about going for the same price-ish. Don't know what the cube can actually do. But they do have the staking options for the senoritas. I don't know how much licks that you will get. The, the thing that concerns me with this project is there, I haven't seen the white paper they said they stealthily launch, which I, I believe, but there's no real white paper. I don't know who the team is. The metrics seem pretty cool. All of the NFTs certainly seem to be AI generated. They, they have that same kind of AI generated quality look to them. If you see them, you know the website is zetas2099.on.fleek.co. So then there's, you can pick a fighter to do the war. You can add a cube. Of course, you have to connect your wallet. They have a boss that you can fight, but you have to fight them with three different fighters. There's an arena where apparently I'm guessing you can battle someone else. They do talk about the roadmap. So they have the licks, the early access, the tribe minting, gambling, 
OpenSea integration, Boss Wars, and Senoritas all seem to be done. They say the Senorita staking is not live, but it looks like it is. Arena Protocol, LP staking, weapons, and mini games. Then they give you the contracts for those, the token, the whitelist, the board game, the boss game, the cube, and the senoritas. There's Alicia, Gabrielle, Isabella, Mia, Sophia, Sophia, and Victoria. The tokenomics. There's no team tokens, no pre-sale tokens, early access only. The supply of the initial mint is 10 million tokens. 5 ETH LP, 100% of the tokens at LP locked for one full year. Tokens are burnt to mint gang members and tokens are burnt to mint women. So in the trading, 2% tax on sushi, 2% liquidity providers, 2% dev, 1% treasury. The max transaction buy is 1%. The max sell transaction is 1% and unrenounced for updates. Don't know much about the game. Thought I would bring it to you because it was moving a little bit on the chart. So it put my eyes on it. Probably not one that I'm going to recommend or, or consider buying into. There's just not enough there for me to make a very well-informed decision. The fact that there's no white paper really seals the deal for me. That doesn't mean you can't make money. I'm just not interested in something like this that doesn't give me that type of information. I don't know the team, you know, it, it, to me, it sets off all the alarms for do not touch. I could be wrong, certainly willing to admit that. And if I miss a big gain or an opportunity here, so I missed it, Chapel's thoughts on this, leave alone, ignore move on to the next project. So that's been today's episode with Crypto Chat Chapel. Thank you so, so much for joining me. Tomorrow we'll be at, back on the pod with a new episode. Not sure what we're going to do yet, but I have plenty of research to do on the old Twitterverse to see what is out there. As always, be in the present moment. Be in the here, here and now. Do something nice for somebody. Learn something new. Until tomorrow, this has been Chapo. Have an amazing day. The podcast is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information contained in or provided from or through this podcast is not intended to be and does not constitute financial advice, investment advice, trading advice, or any other device. You understand that you're using any and all of the information on this podcast or through this podcast at your own risk.